You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. You're listening to a Savage Echo campaign, a Savage Worlds game using the Saints and Sinners setting by Star Anvil Studios. Okay, so I rolled uh, I rolled initiative again. Nameless Hoods, which would be the uh, the the critters, got uh, Jack of Clubs. Uh, Kaz got a Ten of Hearts. Burke, Nine of Spades. Flint, Four of Clubs. A big bad guy, Two of Diamonds. And Bruce, Two of Clubs. I am absolutely spending a Benny on this. Oh, but why? So that brings me down to four Bennies. A little bit better with the Five of Spades. Uh, You're at least better than the, uh, the the big bad guy at this point. So, uh, Kaz, what did you say your parry was again? Uh, mine is a six. So a seven with a plus one for having a, a friend in combat would go ahead and hit you. Nah. They're going to claw at you. What's your toughness there, Kaz? My toughness is a 12. Because uh, in order to blend in with everybody else here, I decided not to have the ballistic shield with me. Right. Like I probably should. All right. Well, um, the they don't manage to shake you. Um, it's just one little pile paw swipe it, it hits you it, it you know kind of digs through your armor a little bit but doesn't do any damage so oh good and it is your turn uh i'm just going to react with the paw swipe with uh kind of one of my own with my knife okay and just be like bad kitty back okay go ahead and give me a fighting roll i i just want to get this for for canon purposes does he literally say quote bad kitty back or bad kitty bad unquote. Uh, pretty much, man. So, so the the dog wolf man <laughs> <laughs> tells, the, tells the uh the wolf lizard thing. Yeah, bad kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of hard to wrap your head around the whole situation, but uh, that is what happened. Okay. I got a uh, a six to try to hit this kitty. Okay, that does hit. Okay, just normal damage, right? Uh, yeah, the no- damage from your molecular knife, which should be would be strength plus D four. All right, so uh, a total of a fourteen. Okay, these guys are tough, but they're not that tough. So because they. Uh, Despite somebody naming them Marjorie and Green. <laughs> I'm going to go with the fact that those were the incorrect names, which is why it doesn't help. <laughs> so Marjorie goes down in a pile of, of fur and and screams and, and is just tossing, doing a, a, an alligator roll there. Oh, no. <laughs> Since you didn't, you didn't say that you wanted to do anything else. Right. Anything else that would require dice rolls. I'm not going to allow. But if you wanted to go ahead and move, you could go yeah, ahead. And uh, with that one down, I was just going to uh, turn and face the other one. Right. And, and get ready for that one and be like, all right. All right. Burke, you've got one critter down, one critter facing off against uh, Kaz. And the big bad guy is laying on the ground, just waiting to be finished off. And you're showered with sparks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off uh, the guy because Cass seems to be doing okay. All right. Now, important question, Burke. 
um, by finish off, do you mean kill or do you mean knock unconscious? I mean knock unconscious. Uh, go go ahead and roll your fighting. I got two raises on this, so I'll be a twelve. My poor bad guy. I'm just trying to knock him unconscious. Okay, well he's he's on the ground. He's wounded. We're just going to go ahead and say he's unconscious, unless you you get one of the the standard bird double ones on. Nope, that. I didn't get double ones on the on the strength roll. I got a five. So. Okay, so next in the initiative order is Bruce. So Bruce, what are you going to do? You know, it seems like the team kind of has the bad guys under control at this point. Okay. Would it be Would it be an action or a free action? to uh, uh, just scoop up any loose change that coincidentally happens to be lying around the marketplace. Uh, there, There is no loose change. There is one of the uh, vendors who was selling some kind of uh, meat-like product. You're not sure exactly what it was on this planet. His, uh, his, his cash register system is uh, sitting on top of his cart, and he doesn't appear to be anywhere in sight. Ooh. <laughs> See, but that's, that's, oh. He was two days, he's two days from retirement. That's not stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. No, that's just straight up stealing from the poor. It is. I don't know, we don't know how many uh, kebab chains this guy has. This is the dibbler of the Saints and Sinners universe. There's actually a kebab chain on every planet. <laughs> so Bruce is going to bypass his usual kleptomaniac policies. <laughs> okay. And so out of curiosity, the guy who is currently laying on the ground unconscious, mm-hmm. is there any way before the trail goes cold to backtrace any electronic communications he may have had, like who he got his orders from or why or any of that good stuff? actually has no electronic devices on Wow. Okay. He's old school. And he'll never need them again. Then right. I'm just going to fill the remaining uh, cat, wolf, dog, lizard thing with uh, SMG blaster bolts then. Um, okay. Laser, laser bolts. Laser bolts away. All right, go ahead. And uh, you're. I'm assuming you're going to full auto that, that puppy? Yes, indeed. Absolutely. You're going to make three shooting rolls and one wild die. Didn't we canonically establish they were they were cats, not puppies? Uh, cat, wolf, dog, lizard things, <laughs> right? They're Nausicans. The easiest way to say is just they're Nausicans. Yeah, they're Nausicans. <laughs> okay, and I do have a laser sight equipped on my SMG, so that's going to give me a plus two. Roll number one is a seven. Um, roll number two is 24. Roll number three is 11. Rule number four is a 12. We're just going to go ahead and assume that he's perforated. <laughs> that Kaz is just staring at me like, ah, come on. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd all that come from? Death from above. But not from above and to the left, to be clear. So that was not my fault. That was not <laughs> death from above and to the left. Initially, my goal was to make the first shot from directly above and then to just kind of strafe it. But since it was only one target, just directly above, just Swiss cheese the thing. Yeah, yeah, that was a shot from the heavens, not the yeah. uh, the grassy knoll over on the building or that way. Yeah, no, that was directly above. And at this point, you do see coming from the opposite direction. Well, from from another direction, a group of uh, Arusa Defense Forces armed security personnel 
uh, starting to make their way through the market. Can Bruise, as his free action, uh, message Horvod or like get him on on one on one to one comms and let him know the package is safe. Meet us when you have the time. He he responds, just dispose of it safely. I wasn't able to because I had too much heat. I'll I'll uh, I'll take care of any problems that we may have here and take take responsibility for everything that happened. Just get the package safe and away. Acknowledged. And Bruce is going to go ahead and relay that to the rest of the team and let everybody know, okay, all time to disappear. Before we disappear, uh, can Flint kind of look through their scope to see if there's any trace of like a Baron Christensen business or anything with like an emblem in the marketplace? Uh, you don't see any Baron Christensen stuff uh, in the marketplace. Sad. I just wanted to like, a little bit of a lo- lovely warning shot, just to let them know that I'm thinking of them. <laughs> yeah, that just a little lethal warning shot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's, you know. I just, I like to make sure my messages are received. It's really hard to know. Uh, that's sure. fair, that's fair. Yeah. Communication does tend to have a lot of barriers, so, you know. Fair, fair stretching it a bit, but that's it's understandable. Like, <laughs> it's like a romantic comedy, but, you know, with God. Okay, so um, will me and Kaz be able to bug out in the chaos, or are we going to yes, be... Yes, yes, you guys go ahead and, and uh, you skip out. Um, there's uh, anything that you want to do before you uh, before you leave, any quick actions or... No, I'm not going to try and pickpocket you with some defense force. That's a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to say bug out and be back at the ship. Okay. Yeah, Bruce is just up, up, and away. Yep, yep, I'm... Uh... Yeah, I'm out. All right. So everybody makes their way back to the ship. Corvad has said that he will go ahead and smooth things over, air quoting that, with the authorities here. And you get back to the ship, and they're uh, in their ship dock worker persona. Jolanda has pulled up the hover skiff and grabbed the backpack. But there's a human man wearing a... Uh, like a cowboy hat standing there and having a conversation. But the conversation does seem to be friendly. And they're having a conversation with Yolanda. Yes. Okay. So I can, we get there, we walk up. The, the man stops and, and. I think Bruce is going to stay camouflaged just for the time being. Oh, uh, yeah. This is the captain here. Good thing that he got here. Captain, this is uh, Sam Kincaid. He, uh, he seems to be a partner of Corvon. Said that uh, he's got some information for us. I'm just going to go ahead and go secure the ship. Taps the backpack. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to go with him. Call if you need us. Yep, I will. Go ahead and... Bruce is going secure channel or as secure channel as possible. Communicate to uh, Kazrin and not Yolanda. The desire of Corvad is for the package to be eliminated, for, for it to go missing, for it to disappear. And what is Flint going to do? Uh, Bert, did you did you nod at everyone, or is like... I did, I did nod at everybody. Okay. You know, none, uh, none thing. I, I assume we can send messages without talking, or is that not tech that's allowed yeah yeah you can you can you can do a tech uh text message and, and that kind of things yeah and you got a panic button uh i would send a message to flint to uh to don't shoot unless i safe shoot but go ahead and make your way up to your uh that perch you like near the top yeah. of the ship 
Uh, and I don't know if Arusans have eyebrows, but if they do have eyebrows or a space where eyebrows would be on other humanoid creatures, just as a past Sam Kincaid, just just an Arusan eyebrow ridge, whatever uh, physiological, just just a very just one of those like hmm. All right, Sam seems nonplussed by the uh, interest and uh, looks over at Burke and says, oh, "Okay, so." Um, Things went south, uh, obviously, and we were supposed to get this package off planet so that it could be safely taken care of. There's actually a chip in that package that is a data chip. Um, go ahead and destroy it. We've already sent the information on to to command, and it's uh, it's. So here's here's the deal. We thought that that was unstable cryptonium. It's actually been weaponized. The person who sent the data chip was a scientist, and we thought that it was unstable cryptonium. But the uh, the syndicate had sent them unstable cryptonium as a test to see if that that engineer could weaponize it. They did. The data chip is plans for a zero gravity factory. It could be used to turn unstable cryptonium into weaponized cryptonium and that is very very bad because if the syndicate can produce its own weaponized cryptonium ballpark figure anywhere from two to five years they would have the munitions they need to uh, disable a significant portion of the alliance navy so good thing the plans for that uh, that zero gravity factory did not fall into the syndicate hands. Bad news is that uh, at least not so far. He kind of looks side sideways and, and around to see if anybody's uh, noticing. He says, "But uh, bad news is they're after that weaponized cryptonium, and it is bad news. And and they are they are after it. So yeah, if you could get that off planet somewhere and." Uh, and go ahead and dispose of that. That would be great. Bruce is going to be uh, basically live streaming this whole thing in a one-on-one conversation to Kazrin. Like, not like live streaming, live streaming, but like instead of IMing or calling Kazrin, he's just going to open up a vid channel to him so Kazrin can kind of see this whole conversation as he's walking on ship with not Yolanda or hear the whole conversation. You know what I mean? All right, I'm, I'm going to, I guess... Uh, reach into the bag and find that chip and uh, they just want it to be destroyed so uh, gonna break it yeah pretty easy to take care of well you know that would be a thing I could see that being a problem but uh, I don't have any un- I don't have any cryptonium and but me and my guys are just gonna we need to go out and do a shakedown cruise of the of the ship so if, if, if you'll excuse me oh absolutely absolutely no problem. And just as you're getting ready to walk on board the Leviathan. I just want to make sure, does Burke know that Bruce got the Crytonium? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. So as you're, you're turning to walk away, a car pulls speeding up. The door flies open. And a guy that you recognize is Crusher O'Malley steps out of the car and he says good you haven't left yet okay at this point I send out a message Bruce get 
Get in the pilot seat. Bruise is just gonna ping like a like an II or affirmative or et cetera, et cetera. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And get ready to launch. Yeah. Okay. Um refresh my memory. Who is Crusher O'Malley? The Irish mob boss. He's the one where remember how last session I ended it by saying I was leaving a bunch of fake Karen Yelp reviews. Yep. And one of them was to Luciano's, the restaurant, and I was doing it as Baron Christensen. So Crusher O'Malley is the owner of Luciano's restaurant. So as of right now, Crusher O'Malley is theoretically under the impression that Baron Christensen just picked a planet-wide mob fight. <laughs> okay. So I'm making my way to the to the ramp. Okay. And he's running up to me? Yes. No other guards or anything like that, right? No. Okay. What can I do for you, Mr. O'Malley? Polite and everything. So, look, I, uh, things weren't going well, and, uh, I had, uh, I, I tried to cut a deal, and I've, look, I've got some information about Baron Christensen, but you gotta get me off planet before I give, before I give Saint this information. How does he know I'm part of Saint? That's the question. Okay. Saint sent me to, to you guys and said that you guys could get me off planet. And then you you see Sam Kincaid kind of standing off to the side. Yeah. And he looks over and he goes, oh, this is not good. <laughs> uh, you just hear in your ear like a little click, which is Flint asking, should I shoot him? <laughs> and it's like a click in your ear. Okay. It's not subtle because you can't, there's no way to make this subtle. But as subtly as he's able to, Bruce is going to start warming up the ship's engines. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kaz is going to take the package towards the med bay area. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking there's probably some sort of chest meant to preserve or keep. Fragile supplies, mm-hmm. <laughs> safe, and he's going to make sure he puts it in there so that it's as protected as possible. And then he's going to start trying to make a at least slightly caustic acid to put the remainder of this chip in. <laughs> okay, so there is so an eight spirit roll to see if I'm being tricked. Okay, <laughs> everything seems to be on the up and up. Get on. Oh, no. Come on. Sam says, hey, Burke, I've got an, I've got a solution. It might be a win-win for you. Okay. We just got my ship freed up. Yep. Meet us in orbit around Yong-3, and I think we can fix both those problems. Sounds good. Uh, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, me and my crew can can help you because there's a if you've never been to Yang Three before it's kind of touchy, but we we can help you out with that. We'll we'll meet you there. All right. It's a good thing we're a delicate crew, and touchy works out <laughs> really well for us. Okay, so I get the I get the the mob boss. Okay. On the boat on the ship, and uh, not Yolanda looks at you and goes. Hey, Captain. Yeah. Are they these guys? Is this guy gonna be like the the guys from uh, Los Monaco that uh, that? We... <laughs> um, that's currently not the plan. He's coming on as a friendly. 
right? Eyebrow raised. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You do know who this is, right, boss? I mean, Captain, because technically he's a boss. Right, yes. Yes, I know. He wants to get off planet. I do want to say that given Crusher O'Malley is on ship, the next time Crusher O'Malley tries to access his email or private messaging or whatever the Saints and Sinners universe is calling it, he's going to see a message from Bruce in there just fanboy gushing about how much he loves his work and how excited he is to be working with him. <laughs> Launch us. I send, I, I, I send a message to the cockpit. Launch us. Head us towards and I give the name which I've and again, the the II emoji, yeah. like literally an emoji, is going to show up. Yeah, emoji pops up on the screen. When the fuck did he put that in? <laughs> <laughs> it's followed by Flynn sending you like a whale emoji, just as Flynn can. When the fuck do we have emojis in these things? What's wrong with and, uh, I think moments later, Burke will get a message from Kaz going, "What are these things? I don't recognize this." <laughs> Fly the ship, damn you! I'm, I'm assuming that Bruce needs to make a piloting roll here, right? To get the ship off the ground? You know what? It's it's story important. So we're just going to go ahead and skip the piloting and electronics cool. rolls and say uh, that for the uh, for the beginning of next episode that you guys are on your way to Young 3. Okay, so. now I do want to do one thing before we leave the... Before we leave... Uh, Echo or Echo's orbit entirely because Bruce is still under contract to Flint to make Baron Christensen's life miserable. So I, I was thinking, right? And so Baron Christensen's inner circle, his most trusted, right? Like the head of his security force, the head of his accounting, like his inner circle, right? Would yeah. those be names that Bruce would be able to pull up with his hacking skill and whatnot? Give me a research roll. Okay, research roll. Okay. They're all named Julie. Can I use my streetwise? Because that does give me a plus two to criminal networking. Um, Normally you would, but because of the penalty from it being such exclusive information that is not necessarily uh, available on the web... It's not like it's not like uh, uh, Baron Christensen's like, and these are my friends on Facebook. So. Right, right. Okay. This is my MySpace top eight. This is research, not hacking. Correct. Correct. Oh no. <laughs> okay. I don't like it when he does a Montgomery Burns fingers. Oh no. <laughs> um. That 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 was a three. <laughs> Well, uh, unfortunately, Bruce is not able to to discern any information about the uh, Monarchs organization. About his yeah. his most trusted. Okay. Right. Am I able to go ahead and pull up? So what I'm looking for specifically is I want the name of a pansy. I want the name of somebody in the Monarchs organization that I can get Baron Christensen really pissed off at. Now, a, a good friend would be great. Like, the head of one of his orgs would be fantastic. But otherwise, just really anyone in the Monarch's org would be just fine. I mean, for the Monarch, you want Henchman 24, I think, is the Monarch's most trusted henchman, isn't it? You know what? How about I ping Flint and I let him know, like, hey, look, I need to know just somebody who's 
as high up the ladder as you can get in the monarchs, as close to Baron Christensen as you know. Give me a name. Go. Uh, okay. Um, there is his valet is named Tamor. Uh, Tamor, you said? Tamor, like Julie Tamor. Okay. So, so what what Bruce is gonna do? is he's going to try something a little trickier um, with the four bennies that he has left. What he wants to do is he wants to hack into either the monarch's monarch's treasury or Baron Christensen's personal funds, if he can, either way. He wants to funnel as large a chunk of those funds as possible, maybe like, say, a hundred grand or so into this Kmore's personal accounts. Okay, but... You do, I mean, this is all a fairly complicated hack. And at a certain point, Kaz is going to walk up there because I'm with the, I'm with the mob boss. Yeah. And say, Hey, get us, get us out of here. So it's, so it's like, I'm just saying you won't have that much time to go into that level of a deep hack while we're still in orbit because if we don't make the jump Kaz is going to come up and um, to cajole you and to get it just getting us into orbit would, would I be able to to convince Kaz I'm working on it working on it give me a sec I don't know can you convince Kaz all right let's uh, so, so Kaz I know I might be the surly kind of drunk right about now yeah <laughs> Kaz, how much money do you have right now? <laughs> Enough to know that you should be flying this thing out of here. And, and Bruce is going to just look you dead in the eye and go, how much money do you have? Does this, whatever he's working on, does it have a plug or an on-off switch or something? Uh, it, it's in his head, so. It's in his head. So, yes. So he does have a, yes, it does have a, it definitely does have an on-off switch. So the on-off switch is hitting him upside the head. <laughs> but, Bru- but Bruce is serious. He's like, Kaz, how would you like to make a lot of money? Hmm, I think I'm just going to hit him upside the head. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> in Kaz's mind, he's got pretty much a nuke on the ship that we need to get the hell off the ship. <laughs> that's more important than any amount of money in Kaz's mind. I mean, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> that's far more important than anything else that Kaz can think of, because that's going to prevent him from drinking in the near future. <laughs> can I, I am Flint to help me convince Kaz that it's okay to stay in orbit for just a few more minutes? Uh, Flint sends you a whale on a rocket emoji. It's very specific. <laughs> a whale on a what emoji? A whale, like, on a rocket, which is, like, the signal to go. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's a very limited understanding of emojis. That's that's about oh. as much as Flint gets at this point. <laughs> okay, okay, that that makes sense. Oh man. Okay, can I do something simpler and just break things that belong? Like just DDoS the crap out of the monarchs. Then, hey, go ahead and give me a hacking roll. All right. Look, emojis are hard. I'm a fish person. Okay. <laughs> We didn't get that technology right away. It's no, all I know. I love the emojis we got in this universe already. <laughs> so the hacking rule was a six. <laughs> You're able to uh, disrupt a little bit of uh, reroute some of the the uh, orders that uh, the um, package orders that uh, the monarchs had planned out, but generally speaking, 
you, you, you didn't, you weren't able to cause that much damage. And then you look, you look over and Kaz, Kaz hit a button. And <laughs> Leviathan makes a jump to a random place that is not Echo. Oh no. <laughs> Was I specifically able to order an obscene amount of pizza and have it delivered up to Monarch headquarters? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's from Luciano's. From Luciano's. Uh, yeah. from, okay. from Luciano's, and by obscene, I'm like in the six figures obscene, like upwards of a hundred thousand credits of pizza from Luciano's to Monarchs. Contract <laughs> is the joy that just keeps on giving. <laughs> All right. Well, there you are, Bruce. I don't, I don't know what you were doing, but uh, I'm gonna go go back to to the med bay. And Bruce is going to pout. He's, he's, it was going to be so much fun, man. But uh, but yeah, he's going to take over and try to try to get us back on course towards uh, Yog 3? Yang 3? Yang 3. Yeah, don't go to Yog 3. That's like a swamp planet. It's not good for my skin. Yeah, that was the knockoff <laughs> planet that tried to cash in on this one's good reputation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, he's he's gonna ping Flint and relay him exactly what he's done, just to kind of you know, like hey, still making Baron Christensen's life miserable. Just so you know, Baron Christensen just ordered you know about 150 grand worth of pizzas from Luciano's. You know, just FYI. <laughs> you get a stained glass whale emoji in response. I don't know what that means. It's a whale, but it looks like it's made out of stained glass. Oh, it's a very pretty whale emoji. Okay, excellent. Bruce is going to send a happy bat emoji back. <laughs> All right. So I, I think that's the end of the episode. Is that right? That was a Savage Echo campaign. If you'd like to know more about the Saints and Sinners setting, check out Star Anvil Studios online, on Facebook, or Twitter. The game was GM'd by Robert Wilson. Burke was played by Teslin Kieranhawk. Flint the Marine was played by John McDonald, also known as Panabon. Bruce Wayne, Silent K's, was played by Brandon McKenna. Kazrin was played by Andrew D. Bryant. The podcast was edited by Ava Rogers. The sound effects were from zapsplat.com, and the music was by Dark Fantasy Studios. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to our archive. So, until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye. Goodbye.